Boner. Here we are. Rock you like a tropical storm, baby. <laughs> Doesn't quite have the same ring as rock you like a hurricane, but it wasn't really a hurricane, was it, today? The only hurricanes in Philly today were the ones getting chugged. That's it. Chugged on South Street, walking down the street, baby. That's fair. But we are the we are got seek we all got secrets, but we are got secrets. What, what's wrong with me, man? I'm coming out, I'm coming out of the gate strong tonight. Jesus Christ. We all got and secrets. by strong, he means he sucks. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Too many hurricanes. That's it. <laughs> the hitman's here. Hoke is here, and Hoke is completely in the dark. I mean, y'all can't see it because we don't put video up on this, but Hoke right now on our Skype feed looks like he's in the Blair Witch Project. The, this, the real secret is, am I wearing any clothes? I, if, if you are, I'll be severely disappointed. No one knows. No one knows because we lost power and it's almost nine o'clock at night. So I'm doing this via candlelight. So I look like I'm in the Blair Witch Project. So that's why it's flashing. You actually got a candle. Yeah, well, it's a fake. It's a Fugazi candle. It's a battery operated candle. Can you see that? Oh, Jesus. What? The, come on. You can't pretty make- sure. Pretty sure. I just saw glare from a nipple ring. <laughs> what am I, Cuomo? Is it Cuomo who's got his nipples too? <laughs> right, right. Wasn't that a thing? Wait, which I think Cuomo? So. The governor, Andrew Cuomo. I don't know. I, I don't. Google know. it, dude. Google it. He's got his maybe. Nipples. I should he tweet him and ask him. Got busted. But I mean, you know, so far you couldn't even pull out a Yankee candle for us. I mean, come on. Steve, you think like I'm the 39 year old dude? You think I got Yankee candles here? You're oh, married bro, in a. You should. You're married in a home with a woman. I mean, that's like part of the deal. We got flashlights on deck over here. Well, that that's a good thing. But you ever know? I don't know. You know, like I've been to housewarming parties in in the past for people who got new homes, and I swear to God, it's like Yankee candle central. Every that's what everyone brings as a gift, right? Like, so what do that, you bring, Steve? You dare to be different? Yeah, I, I bring like beef jerky and stuff. Happy <laughs> New Year! Yo, yo, one hundred percent. I bring stuff for the guy. One hundred percent. Steve's that guy at your wedding who bought off your registry, right? He didn't buy from your registry. He was like, "Oh, they got this mattress, um, but I'll get them this one that's a lot cheaper instead." Meanwhile, now you end up with two infant mattresses. No, I'm the, Steve's, I'm the, Steve's the Steve's the bread maker guy. Yeah. That's- <laughs> Yeah, you're getting I'm a bread guy, maker from Steve. Yeah, I go into Ross and I see like, hey, look, a wok is on sale. You know, $9.99. It used to be 40 bucks. They'll think it's still 40 bucks, so I'll get the wok. I'm good. Oh, I hate you, Steve, sometimes. <laughs> little, do new, little do you know, we're twice as pissed when we got $10 in store credit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But Ross, man, secretly low-key, great store. I got to say mm-hmm. I get my best hats there. I get my uh, good shirts now. I can't shop there. They didn't got stuff for me. Oh well, they got stuff for you, big guy stuff. They still got that stuff. I I have I have struck out a few times. I was there, so I moved on. Well, well now are, you, wait, wait, are you going to a Bucks County suburban Ross? Or are you going into the city Ross? So hold on, we're gonna, we're going down that route, right? So where I found my highest success rate. Do you know? Did I ever tell you this? Mm-hmm. So locally, we have Foreman Mills, right? We all know what Foreman Mills is. Well, we do. Stretch those bills. 
Foreman Mills in West Philly always had my size. <laughs> because, like, back then, like, baggy clothes were cool. So a lot of people in the neighborhood were buying it to be baggy. I was buying it because it was proper fit. Jeez. <laughs> I, I, I used, one of the schools I used to work at was like two blocks from it. So every time I went to that school, um, I, I would stop in the Fort Mills and see what they had that week. So you were rocking the FUBU. No, they had like Fort Mills has everything. Yeah, but I mean, they, you know, they had like the Sean John. They got... Uh... Yeah, but I'm I'm a I'm mostly like a no name guy, so I'm just getting like golf shirts and stuff. Okay. Yeah, but they, they don't got have like them. those. You got like those my other ride your mom shirts and all that kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're 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 like Eagles jerseys with no logos on them. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah like number from... thirty three with like one seventy sixers number, one eagle number. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, they, they were the kings players, of. Like, like Reno Mahe. I'd say they were they <laughs> were the kings of retired and traded players. Oh yeah. 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 If you wanted a uh if, if you needed like a Dominique Rogers Cromarty jersey, you could probably still get one there. Uh bro, I was just gonna say if you need like Narlands Noel or somebody, you can probably go to a Foreman Mills right now. Oh it's yeah. Been so long. I should go to one. It's been so long since I've been there. Cause now it's you used to frequent the one we used to hit the one on uh, Grant and the Boulevard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I could, I could, I could ride my bike to that one from the house I grew up in. I've hit that one. That's actually, that's actually one of the better ones. Yeah. And, well, and then there's a Nifty Fifties right up that way, if I'm not mistaken. So Bingo. it was Dupers. You live and Vin- large. Vince's Pizza is right there too. A highly regarded pizza joint. Well, I got to get up to the Northeast more often. Portnoy, Portnoy went there. That that was the place, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I was thinking of trying yeah. that out one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I, what what gave this guy like the voice of reason on pizza? Where did tread this guy... lightly, sir? Tread lightly, because I am on Team Portnoy, so tread lightly. I'm, I'm asking a question, <laughs> oh, dude, bro. Dude, Mike, come on. What are you going to do to us if we bash Portnoy? Come on. Uh, and the podcast, because I have the power. We to can't even Portnoy. see what you're going to do to us right now. <laughs> That's. The element of surprise. Because you got the half-assed electric candle from Ross there, well, you know? See, what Coming to you live from a jack-o'-lantern. What I do every once in a while is I pull the candle to my chin because it gives, like, a really cool effect when I'm talking. Oh. Uh, pre-podcast, what did you what did you refer to it as, Pittman? From uh, Nickelodeon? Are you afraid of the dark? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a low-key <laughs> gem there, dude. <laughs> but, we can, no. like, throw... Throw some slime on them all of a sudden, but I think the only reason, so like in a lot of ways, the pizza reviews kind of started like as a joke, right? Like he was going to place because he admits like some of his early scores were pretty bad in retrospect, but like it started almost like a gimmick because he was just trying the pizza in, like his neighborhood, and then it was all of Manhattan, and now it's all of the world. Yeah, right. I think he just got to a point where he had just he's like, look how many other people have tasted as many different pizzas that I have, you know? So I think. At first, he wasn't the authority, but in many ways, he's become it just because if you name a good spot, he's probably had it by now. Over 500 so I like, I feel like it's almost kind of like in that realm of like, you can't give yourself a nickname. I don't think he did that. Saying? I don't think he did. But he didn't give himself El Prez? Uh, well, I don't know about that, but that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about El Prez. We're talking about the pizza thing here. Well, he's given himself a lot of nicknames. I mean, he's like the king of giving himself nicknames, I think, over the years. 
Like he he was the one trying the neighborhood, and, and then people were messaging him saying, "You got to go to this place. You got to go here." Yeah. Like he goes to places people tell him to. You know what I mean? So it's like it's it's the audience like demanded what he's doing, not that he just randomly did it. Dude, we we should have sent him the Pasquales for an official rating. He did do Chuck E. Cheese. Did he? So he did. <laughs> uh, bro, I missed it. Now yeah, the, he's the, done the some one... pretty trash. He's done some pretty trashy pizza and all this. I think he did Whole Foods once. The, the one I'm not going to spoil it, Pittman, but he did LeBron's pizza joint. Oh boy! Just do yourself a favor and watch that one. Yeah. So, well, I was going to say, so I am Team Portnoy when it comes to his pizza reviews. I love them. I've been known to rip them off myself on Facebook just because you know because I'm bored. So, but. So- I think it's a fair. I think it's a fair rating system, and I think you know you do get some credit if you've eaten that much pizza and, and you have comparisons. I mean, he does at least think this through. I'll give him that. You know, I don't agree with everything he does, but I do. I think his pizza reviews are probably the most entertaining thing he does. The guy is a wasteful piece of shit. <laughs> if I allowed my kid to take one bite out of five hundred different things and throw that shit away, come on, this is so, America. This I don't is think he's. Where- well, this he takes like he realize. eats like half the slice before he grades it. I mean, one he bite eats is most of it. He eats. Mo- this is the part where you realize Pittman never watched the video, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or he's just trolling us. Because there's been some where he's eaten two or three slices, and he generally shares them with people who like show up and start recording on their phones. So, so he, six, he does feed the masses. And, and he's done some with homeless people. He's literally fed the homeless doing this thing. Yeah, but well, he makes them grade it, of course. He makes them give it a score. There was one time where the homeless person refused to grade it. He didn't know what to do. No. <laughs> but he ate the pizza, of course. One time, he ate a, one time the homeless person was like, I'll eat the pizza, but you got to try this. And he pulls a chili pepper out of his backpack. And Portnoy oh, ate it. yeah. He ate it. I was like, did he grade it? That's major street cred. You know, I brought some heat. Jesus. I have gone to New York and made pizza decisions based off of Portnoy. Yeah, but would you go to New York and eat something out of a homeless person's backpack? Zero percent chance. Yeah, not anymore. There's levels to this, Steve. Look, look, Fat Steve might have done it if all of a sudden he pulled out like a dozen buffalo wings. I mean, I'd probably go to town on that. But skinny Steve, no. I don't I feel like three weeks ago we probably could have got you to take chips out of a homeless person's hands if we told you they were good. <laughs> if they were the right brand, if they were the right brand, you would have. If they were Pringles, I mean, you know, I'm not saying no. I'm not rule I'm not ruling it out. That's fair. So, let's talk so, a little so, bit about this uh, this weather today and this weather this weekend, because we, we got slammed and I know Pittman, you got it first. Uh, Isaiah I think it might have even been it hit it hit as a hurricane in North Carolina. It came up through Virginia, probably downgraded. I think it downgraded the tropical storm by then, but it still packed quite a punch. First you know of all, what? To be honest with you, we didn't get slammed that bad. Go ahead, huh? Mike. I'd say put some respect on that storm's name and say it correctly. Well, how is I? You know, I haven't gotten down the uh, pronunciation. What is it? So I got a cheat code on this because there's a kid on Michael's team who has the same name, um, and it's Isais. Oh. Is that confirmed? I mean, that's the kid on his team. We've been teasing him for two weeks, and he was a hurricane. Like, <laughs> oh. I got a cheat code, too. It's called Google Translate. Oh. 
See, this shows you how much I've been watching the Weather Channel lately. I haven't been watching Jim Cantor at That's all. That's because all you do is hunt Pokemon anymore. We had to delay the start of this podcast. I was out. I was out Pokemon. catching them all, man. I, I it was a, it was a beautiful night. I mean, the rain today made it a gorgeous night. So I'm like, I'm taking advantage of this and getting out and walking a kilometer and hatching some eggs and catching a few. But yeah, I have gone to that level with my. Steve's going full metric on us now. Yeah. <laughs> You know, by the way, the, the metric system, why didn't we take it on? An, are we just such ugly Americans that we said, fuck the metric system? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. When we rebel, we go all the way, Steve. That's it. Well, I'm just establishing that now moving on. But yeah. uh, so, so hey, you said you, you didn't, didn't get it you, that you, bad you, down there, Pittman. Nah, we got this morning. We got a ton of rain until probably I want to say maybe 11 ish, 1130. And dude, by the end, I get, I get, I'm done work around two thirty. By the end of my my day, it had to be close to a hundred again. It was hot as shit. It had dried up everything that came down. It it it, I think it like scraped by us and hit like the outer side of Virginia. I'm more central. Oh, okay. But I saw while well, you guys people had like there was places I saw people I know posting like three feet of water in some areas and shit. Yeah, I could tell you one area of Delco that's well known for flooding right near me and Prospect Park is uh, 420, uh, right underneath a railroad bridge. Uh, 420. And, yeah, it gets absolutely yeah 420, baby. Are you saying the water was high there? It was. It was way high. Way <laughs> high. Today, it might have been the highest it's ever been. I'll say, but yeah, it is a well known. Well known to the locals. We make jokes about it because a lot of out-of-towners, they try to drive their car through it. And, of course, they have to get water rescued. But I think the police today might have been a little bit more proactive and blocked it off early. So I didn't hear a lot about that today. However, there is a bar right next to that. That's, you know, it's a very deep underpass. Like, it goes down and up, so it easily floods. This bar is right next to the underpass, but it's on a little bit of higher ground. But... This got so high that it even flooded out that bar, which Man. I haven't heard. I haven't heard of it doing. The guy had a foot and a half of water in the bar, which cool I bar. about because he's a local. Like secrets. Yeah, he's a local business that's been struggling. Shout out Marty McGee. So, uh, you know, hope they're okay. But yeah, is he related to Bobby McGee? He might be. He's good enough for me and my Bobby McGee. <laughs> that song. But yeah, that we like all around Springfield. We were having. What about area. Wendell McGee? What's that? I, I asked if you played to Wendell McGee. When, oh my God! Going back to the 2000 Phillies, I like it. <laughs> Marlon Anderson and shit. But uh, so we we got so we, we already got, know how it affected Hope. Yeah. So well, first of all, right. So um, as part of my job, I do in-office rotations once, like every seven to eight days. So naturally, today was my in-office day, right? Couldn't just enjoy it from, from my home. I had to go out. Um, and obviously, what, what stinks about that is, like, my power is out here, right? So had I been working from home, my day ends early because my power is out. But because I was in the office and we have generators and whatnot, I had to work a full day. What kind, what kind of nonsense is that? Come on, man. You're, you, got, you know, trying to get that half day. Trying to get yeah. that half day out, Jim. Jeez. So yeah. you said the, the power. So the power has been out at your house for a while now, right? And what's funny? So the power goes out, right? And um, the neighborhood we're in um, has some younger couples and some older couples. So 
a lot of the older couples in the neighborhood, because they have like different health needs where they need electricity, they have generators. They yeah, get so purged like, first. This is like our second or third power outage already here. And like you can hear the generators kick on within minutes. So like my wife calls Pico um, to be like, like that, that's the local energy provider. Um, be like, hey, you know, our power's out. And they're like, you're the only house in the neighborhood. Nicole's like, no, we're not. Like, I hear generators all over the area going. Um, so <laughs> the latest one we had power back within seven hours. Um, this one, we're pretty much at the seven-hour mark right now. I, I don't know when it's coming back. But I would not be terribly sad if I woke up tomorrow and unfortunately couldn't work. All right. So we're going to put uh, over-under how many days? Uh, over under, it's going to come on at 6 a.m. tomorrow, just before time to start work. <laughs> you're, going, you're going Murphy's Law there. Okay. Absolutely. It'll be a terrible night's sleep with no air conditioning, followed by uh, work a normal day. I oh. feel your pain, bro. I feel your pain. I'm happy to say our AC is up and running. Yeah. But it is, it is a mildly cool night. You might be able to get away with some windows open there. Well, so so with the living rooms we have here, we we sleep in the basements. So there's no windows to open down there. Ah, uh, so whatever. naturally I, the coolest place. That's I'm hope I'm hoping that since we haven't really opened the door down there, that it's just retaining the cold air. We'll get through it. Whatever. Like and the lights are out, so everyone's naked anyway. Yeah, you know. For all as we know, Mike's naked now. I mean, he hasn't really confirmed. Yeah, or deny. Yeah, I, I will plead. As Dave Chappelle said, I will plead the fifth. F-I-F-Fifth. <laughs> but, you know, it, like it's, isn't it kind of cool that we're back to a place in society where, like, we're bitching and moaning about, like, having to work a full day because of a power outage or having a power outage? For and now. Two months ago, we were complaining about stuff that was, like, really affecting us a lot more than that, right? Yeah, yeah. Epstein, yeah. Wayfair. Yeah, all kinds yeah. of stuff. <laughs> Cabinet. My cabinets never came. <laughs> and here we go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, dog. All right. So enough about the weather. You said you, you specifically offered Epstein as a topic. It's your fault. Oh, I, I, Epstein might be a standing topic on this podcast. I mean, conspiracy theory central. I don't know about standing, but he'll hang around a while. Oh, you see. <laughs> like bowling, man. I said, knocked it down, knocked it right the fuck down. <laughs> well, so so since we're kind of talking about it, my uh, I, I guess Ellen's getting ready to cancel her show now, right? Dude, everybody, Ellen's yeah. canceling. Oprah is is canceling something on one of her networks. Jimmy Kimmel's taking a break. Robert De Niro's looking for Italian citizenship. Tom Hanks is reuniting with Wilson. The whole world is fucking topsy turvy. Wilson, it nice. is nice to see like all these cancel culture people starting to get canceled now. Like you know what I mean? Like, like the the, the whole glass house philosophy, right? You know what I mean? Like all these people for years threw stones at other people, and now it's like, well, hold up, you're like a way bigger piece of you know what than. Anybody you had us call out before, you know? Right. And for years, like, I swore, like, Ellen was, like, the greatest human being. She and really then, had us fooled. And now she had she's herself like, fooled. She couldn't even remember. Poor Dory. It started with her, with her, it started with her employees, right? 
because when, when COVID happened and she was recording the show herself, the employees were like, dude, this isn't cool what you're doing. And that got some attention, but not a lot. But now this happens. It's like, all right. That, right, that might have been the last straw. That might have been the last straw that convinced someone to say, you know what? I'm 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 going rogue with this. And, you know, yeah. COVID was the last straw. She's mistreated us for the last time. We're, we're just, we're, we're throwing, we're dropping bombs now. Oh, I'm sure it was. Mm. But, I mean, this, this might be a case. I mean, we can debate cases of canceling whether or not they deserved it or not. This might be a case where the person might deserve it. Oh, no. It, listen, if, if the Epstein Island stuff is true, everyone deserves what's coming to them. You don't mess with kids. For sure, dude. I hope they tear down statues of all those people. Tom Hanks, yeah. Ellen. That's mm. kind of what my brother was saying about it. He's like, he's like, in a way, we kind of we like like we got to stop making people heroes because this stuff happens for sure <laughs> i mean it's fair it's, it's a lot of people and it's funny too cuz a lot of people were saying like if you've ever seen a picture of epstein island versus a picture of the backdrop of ellen's set they're damn near identical oh really yeah see i i haven't really examined any potential epstein island uh, connections now so I haven't gone down the rabbit hole yet. I mean, I'm saying Ellen deserves it just because she's being a jackass. Yeah, but can't you use first-hand experience? What's that? Can't you use first-hand experience? Experience? Yeah, from your, your visit there? <laughs> when did I visit Ellen? We're not talking about Ellen. I ain't talking about Ellen. Flight logs are out, buddy. You can't oh, hide forever. On. I've been to St. Thomas. That's close enough. <laughs> no wait it was near st thomas wasn't it i have no idea i've heard like it's near st Th i have been to st thomas it's little so st like, james island i believe it is that is close to st thomas it's like another it's like monopoly dude little st james place or I see. charles street i don't know build the hotel charge rent you know yeah pretty much there you go she's no, but I mean, I have visited Ellen's set when I went out and took the uh, Warner Brothers tour out in California. Ellen's set was part of the tour. Ellen okay. wasn't there. And, and nobody told any stories, but uh, I've seen her set. I don't know. That, that's, that's just a random derailment. Yeah, congrats. I sat on okay. the uh, friends, uh, on the couch from Friends, too, so I'm very proud of that. All right, for the next four minutes, Steve's going to brag about his Gold, silver spoon light. Yes. Yes, I'm totally going to be that guy <laughs> right now. <laughs> and speaking of bragging about his silver spoon light. Oh, boy. Steve got to visit the new digs this week. I did. We had the gathering, a gathering of some of the guys at of the hotel. Unfortunately, on short notice, it was a little far for the hitman to come. We wanted you were there in spirit though. In spirit. Yes. We were not high though. We should have been. Uh from the from the Facebook live video we did, some people might think that we were high. No, that was all natural. I wasn't even drinking. Yeah, not well, the rest of us were, but still. Yeah. <laughs> you were eating and drinking. Though I did have a third of a cheesesteak. Very proud of myself. Holy moly. I know. Yeah. Darn near busted a gut. Ate some chips and the, the queso too, and and some of that that uh, that. Uh, How was that queso? It looks pretty good. Yeah, 
I think we enjoyed it much more than the sh- the chef was the was the biggest critic of himself on it. On the um, yeah, he kept complaining about how thick it was, but I mean, the whole, almost the whole thing. I, hey, right? <laughs> hey, and Mike, what was the saying of the night? Uh, Are you sick? Oh yeah, yeah. So so <laughs> we uh, there's a local store that that all of us have gone to sidings at. So we said we wanted to put a sign out front of his store that said, uh, stay home if you're sick. Uh, come to the autograph signing if you're thick. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, just theme- so happened, it just so happened that when we were going live, that store owner happened to watch the video. So I let him know we have a new store motto for him. Nice. Yeah. We totally went with that. That was great. But yeah, the, the, the theme of the night seemed to be thick. The queso was thick and, uh, you know, most of us were thick. So a bunch of thick guys eating some thick queso and talking about being thick. I mean, that yeah. was the night. Yeah, and the bag sounds, of empty sounds cans. Sounds like the real night. sausage fest, Steve. It was, totally. Completely. Yeah, the beers were flowing. It was a good night. It was a good night. It was a good night. And I will say this. And, and you know, I, I will say of the guys that were there, what surprised me, and I, was, I don't know if I'd say surprised, but... You know, we have our mutual friend, Mr. Alsek. I did not, I mean, like, I know he had stories in life, but that man has, like, story after story after story after story. Like, I just sat there listening to him, like, my God, you've actually got shit to say. Yeah. yeah. In, in many ways, he's a walking cartoon character. <laughs> but he might also be, he has a little bit of the most interesting man Maybe not as interesting, but like he told a few stories Poor and man. I was actually riveted by some of this. Well, I think I think he's a perfect example of if you if you go out and do stuff, stuff's gonna happen, right? Yeah. And he's he's somebody like as much as we you know, we're we as a group break each other's You hear that, Rob? If you're listening, you're somebody. Yeah. Well, let's not let's not go that far. Let's not go that far. <laughs> But, like, think about it. Like, he's always out doing something. You know, a lot of times it's autograph collecting related, but he's still, he's not in his house. He's at this appearance or he's working at the shows with Jason. Like, he's always out doing something. And if you're always out doing something, like, that's the same. I think that's the same reason I have a lot of good stories because I'm always out doing something, you know? Like, of course, yeah. if you're sitting home living a sedimentary life, then you're not going to have good stories, you know? Right. Chill, guys. Don't roast me all at once. Dude, <laughs> I mean, you're one of the best storytellers, bro. You, you. I'm, I'm the one with the boring life. I think I've uh, figured that out. Well, Actually, you might think, be, but you are the king of the one-handed uh, basketball shot, Steve. You saw that on Facebook, yes. Yeah, dude, I was totally hoping you were gonna like fucking windmill on a seven-footer and just rip <laughs> yeah. her down. I, I did. I after the uh, camera was off, I you know to tell the people we managed to get a hold of a nice driveway basketball hoop for my son. Uh, for free. Somebody was giving it away, so we went over and grabbed it and brought it over. And right now, it's about seven to eight foot, so it's about a length that I could still dunk on. So I did try a dunk, and I completely whiffed the first one. I oh, died. come on, Michael yeah. Jordan. I, not even Michael Jordan. Like, Michael C. Jordan, maybe. <laughs> not even Michael B. Jordan. But Michael, uh, Michael Jackson, current conditions. Yeah. 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 But I, th- I did hit the second one. 
Like I got my bearings down and I nailed it a second one. But like full fledged or like the rim put it in for you? Uh, no, the second one was a little more. The first one was a little more rim put it in for me. It was like it bounced off the back, kind of went up a little bit and in, didn't count. The second one I got a little bit of a stuff on. Steve, if there was any kind of dunk you could do, what would it be? Ooh. What would be your go-to slam, Steve? Uh, I mean, it would definitely... God, that's a tough one. But I'm thinking, like, a... I like the Shaq power move. Like, two-handed, hang on the rim, put both legs up afterward for effect, that kind of thing. I got Shaq you. the rim. What, what about... So, you, you got... That's a good, like... And we didn't talk about that freehand. That's, like, a really good topic, like... If you could recreate one famous dunk. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, then if it's Shaq, it's got to be one where he took down the rim. Right, 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 right. Like, yeah, like, yeah for sure. Pittman, what, what's, your, what's the one dunk that you would do if you could? Oh, man. Dude, you know, I'm one right. of the most impressive dunks I think I've ever seen, honestly, is when Carter skied that guy in the Olympic game. Okay. Like, to, okay. to actually do that in-game is, is pretty wild. I mean, it's... You know, to jump over or something like that in a in a practice setting for sure, but pretty ballsy to even attempt that like mid game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean if, if you're talking about like just like a not in game, like just for whatever, like when Vince Carter had the like the elbow dunk, right? Mm-hmm. I mean that, and he just hung there by his elbow. That's absurd. If you're talking yeah. in game, I'll be a homer, and that's okay. Um, Iverson on Marcus Camby. Yeah. Just because Iverson was so small, Marcus Canby was so big, and he still climbed him, you know? Yeah. That's like he had no right hitting that one over Canby. Yeah, because when you think of Iverson, you don't think of his dunks over his career, you know? No. Um, but early in his career, he had some pretty vicious slams. Dude, he had the, I remember that one that he slammed off the free throw to put back. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. yeah. He's had a couple a couple monster jams in his day. Yeah. I think he's with all those injuries that I think maybe that's what he lost first was his jump because he didn't lose his quickness. You know what I mean? Right. Interesting that not one of us went Michael Jordan. Because he's uh, not mean, the GOAT. Well, of dunks? I mean, okay. I, see, I don't really think he's the greatest hold, dunker in my opinion. Hold up. Yeah, you need to chill right now before you say something you're going to regret. No, he's not going to say that. I'm I mean, here. He, no, no, you, not Pittman. You, Steve. Me? Well, I, well, I mean, Mike, the greatest dunker Mike of all time. Jordan is a bench warmer compared to Vince Carter dunking. Dunking? He's a bench look, warmer. Look, I'm going to say this. Yeah, Vince Carter took it to another level. Guys took it to another level after Jordan, but they all wanted to be him. And who would he want to be, Steve? Dr. J. Okay, don't act you know, like he invented it. Let's look, look. Love for Dr. J. Rock the baby to sleep. Could we, you know, could that have been a contender in this? No. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, I would have voted for if Pittman brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm just old. No, I mean, listen, I, I think that unfortunately for me, like Dr. J, he just was like, I was born in 81. So I didn't yeah. really, when, when I remember Dr. J, it's not really the Dr. J you want to remember, right? You know what I mean? So, like, I know Dr. J was a great dunker, but 
for my frame of reference for stuff that I've seen, it's just not it's it's not in my wheelhouse. Uh, again, I'm a homer, so I'm gonna pick a sixer. I mean, and you could say, you know, even in Jordan's day, I mean, you had guys like Dominique Wilkins. You had later on Sean Kemp. I mean, you had guys who could Brent Barry, Brent Barry. <laughs> slam dunk champ. He's not you wrong. Forgot the biggest name. You forgot the biggest name. Baby Jordan. Uh, Harold Miner. Harold Miner. Oh, bro, stop it. Dude, Spud Webb, come on. Dude, I say a rider. There were some dunkers out there. So so if I if I if I wasn't going Vince Carter elbow, then the, the Isaiah Ryder dunk contest one was my next one. For sure. He doesn't mm. get enough love because because he wasn't a superstar. He was a really good player, but was a superstar. And because he played in Minnesota at a really bad time, right. I have to throw it out. Right. Yeah. Dude, imagine imagine a guy like that if they would have had Garnett, like prime Garnett, prime Ryder. That would have been a, a dynamic squad out there. I, dude, they would have been real fun to watch. You yeah. Know? We're in agreement. Instead, there. we had Wally Zerbiak with this dude. <laughs> Wally Zerbiak. Dude, oh. the T-Wolves had some nice teams. They had some squads. That, what, was Terrell Brandon at point guard? Yeah, they had Starberry. They had some solid guys out there. But it was a bit, you know, it was a bad time, uh, you know, ran, running into some of the dynasties they ran into. Yeah. And then, you know, Garnett didn't hang there. So, hey. Yeah, but nobody, you know, nobody discredits Garnett for, for taking his talents across the waters to a sure. super team up piece yeah. of shit. And I guess, and I'm, and I'm not justifying it. I'm saying maybe why people don't, because Garnett got traded, right? I believe he may have. I I don't remember off the top of my head. So, but if you demand a trade or something, does that play into it? Uh, Well, well, no, no. In my mind, uh, that in my mind, it's the same thing, right? But I'm saying to the casual fan, to the casual fan. They don't get that deep into it. They just see free agent versus trade, and they make their decisions. I'm not just, but I also explaining. I gotta tamp this down a little bit. He also didn't do it on fucking ESPN for an hour-long special. Because at what point in his career was the entire league ever sitting on his shoulders? No, it wasn't. So you can kind of fault the media for creating. It's like it's like let's prime example. Let's go back to Carter. When Carter first came in, everyone said he was going to be the next Jordan. Till the knees went. They're always looking to throw that on somebody. You know what I mean? Just well, so happened. In many ways, ESPN was the bad parent, right? Who their kid eats too much sugar, but they they, they kept giving the kid soda candy. You know what I mean? Like rather than cutting it off. Yeah. So uh, listen, if you're asking me to put blame on ESPN, I'm happy. I'm I am more than happy. I'm someone who hasn't watched ESPN now in probably ten or eleven years. So outside of like, only time I watch ESPN is if my team is playing on there, and it's the only channel they're on. Dude, I really legitimately miss Stuart Scott. Like, those ESPN days were, like, Stuart yeah. Scott, Berman, like, them dudes. Yeah. I never loved Stuart Scott. You know, I get why people did. He was just kind of a little, like, pun intended, I guess, hokey for me. <laughs> um, I was always more, like, my favorite ESPN anchor was Craig Kilborn. Interesting call. He was great. You know why? ESPN. Because cause, cause he had that sarcastic, dry humor. And I just, I really, like, where he showed no emotion, but at the same time showed so much emotion in the no emotion. That's why I just love Kilborn. 
Did you follow him to his talk show career? Oh, I was a religious watcher of his talk show. Oh, of the Late Late Show? Yeah. Dude, it was... It's a it's a shame it was all what it was because it was great television. But like again, it was on like midnight, you know. Yeah, I watch I'm like some of it every now and then. I'm like 16, so I can stay until midnight and do whatever I had the next day. Oh yeah, BT after dark, late late. Yo, Skin, of Skin and Max. Don't forget Skin and yeah. Max. Of Dude, do you remember? Do you remember the box? Hell yeah, yeah. Just talking to somebody about that down here, and they're like. What the hell is that? Like the cable box? I'm like, no, bro. Like the channel. Like yeah, one so real specific quick, channel. For people who don't know, explain it to them real quick. All right. So basically, this was like vintage classic helm of the 90s music. Like, and it was kind of like late night TV in between infomercials and not knowing what to watch or do. Uh, you could call in and for a dollar, you could have a video of your choice played. That's- right. Like an hour later. Yeah. yeah. So basically, you would just sit there hoping somebody had been stupid enough to spend a dollar to play your video, and you didn't have to wait till next Thursday. <laughs> so in my in my uh, I thought things made you rich. I was at my friend's house one time, and he ordered a video from the box, and I was just convinced that he was rich because he was able to purchase <laughs> a video from the box. Yes. <laughs> It's like, yeah, you might as well just light a dollar bill on fire. Right oh, it's there. gone. It's gone. Yeah. Now, see, you're looking at it in 2020 terms, man. You know, in 1994, if you wanted to see, you know, Crossroads by Bone Thugs, you either had to and tune I'm going to say everybody. You, you, had to, you had to tune into, like, Carson Daly Live, or you had to watch the box and hope it popped up. Oh, bro, don't even hit me in the feels right there. We're not going to do Carson Daly right now. I got to log off. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not ready for this. We could have a whole pod on TRL. Yeah, not just TRL, right? Rock and Jock, dude. Oh, bro, I was just talking about, you remember them basketball games where they had like the 10-point the ten shot and all that shit? Yeah. yeah. Dude, it was phenomenal. The softball yeah. game was the best. Bill Bellamy and Dan Cortez were my idols. Bill Bellamy was that. Bill Bellamy almost reminded me of like Little Penny from the commercials. Yeah. Oh man. We'll have to do. We'll 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 have to do a separate pod on dedicated. We're gonna have to, to do a whole like '90s TV pod or something. Yeah. I'm in, I'm game. No, I'm Steve. Not, we're I'm not like... talking about like Mr. Belvedere and shit, Steve. We're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. like. And we just might live the good life yet, okay, pal. What was that show with the, what was the show with that robot named Vicky? Oh, that was oh. wonder. Oh my wonder. god. See, no, you're going you're going to 80s now, and now you're in my wheelhouse. Man. Yeah, as I see Steve wants to spend five minutes on small wonder. Oh, you got him now. You're you're throwing pitches like 88 mile an hour change-ups right inside, and I'm jacking them, baby. And I'm sitting Ooh. on them. We'll do that on another pod, but for now, next uh, week maybe. Maybe that's next week's pod. Maybe. We all got maybe. secrets. Tune in and find out. Yeah. That's it. We could, we could, we could go a while for that, but we were going to go off on sports. I mean, we did uh, have some sports for a while, and, and uh, you know, got derailed, which we are want to do. But well, how do uh, we feel? How do we feel about the bubble so far? I feel like it's kind of been like the most secure out of all the sports. I, I mean, it, there's I no contesting that. There's there's no contesting it, right? Not a, I don't think there is anymore. I mean, anything can happen in the next month or so, but I right now it's it's clear. 
It's Although the N- I will say, so the NHL is running a similar format just over a couple cities instead of one. Um, and the NHL, by all accounts, is in good shape too. But it's the NHL. It's just, it's very clear the number four of the four sports. So Yeah, and they're like the least whiniest out of the four to begin with. So you're not going to hear shit from them. Right. They're, they're like, they're, they're just happy to be out there getting paid whatever they're getting paid and they're going to move on. Um, but the NBA has been in great shape. Um, the, the electric, the electronic fans is a little weird. Right. Um, but outside of that, it's been, it's been, uh, you know, we, we were watching rockets versus, uh, Bucks the other night. Um, it was pretty cool. Look, did you watch the Sixers last night? Uh, Michael had baseball, so I missed the Sixers. You missed Jake Melton's everything. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm pretty much ready to get rid of that kid, but. Yeah, I don't blame me. Yeah. Dude, Shake Melton, come on. Ice water in his veins, yo. Uh, no, he didn't have ice water in his veins for game one, so we'll No, he didn't, but he back. came back in game two. Yeah, Ben wasn't even on the floor for the, for the final shot. Fouled out. Two and a half minutes left because Brett Brown why? left him I, I, out there I didn't see the game. Fouls. I just saw he wasn't on the floor. Okay. Yeah. So that's the first time he's ever fouled out? Might be. His defense has been really suspect so far. Well, yeah, they're, 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 it seems like they're, they're still trying to find their way. I mean, Embiid's been great, but, you know, not everything's been clicking around him perfectly. Yeah. And even in even in yesterday's game, man, they almost blew it. You know, Indiana came back, and all of a sudden, it's like they couldn't lose, especially with Ben being out. But Embiid did will him back for a while. Yeah. Dude, how about that dude, TJ Warren? Though? He's been fucking lighting everyone up. Yeah. Well, he's probably one of those guys who just collapsed under the pressure of fans, and now there's no fans. He's like, I'm going to ball out. Yeah. He's going apeshit, dude. And meanwhile, we're seeing some high-scoring games, too. I mean, 135 to 130s. I mean, right, semi-regularly right now. I don't think we have, have you, Have you ever noticed that it's always, like, the C-minus players that burn us up for career games and not, uh, like, yeah. stars? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? I mean, you know, even against uh, Toronto last year, you know, Kawhi Leonard burned us up, but who really was doing the damage? Guys like Pascal Siakam. Right. I mean, Kawhi's just going to beat up everybody. But, yeah, we second, second-tier second guys get us good. They kill us, dude. And, I, you know, even thinking about the Bucks, I mean, you know, I don't even think Giannis has great games against us. I mean, he has, like, average Giannis games, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he's... He's Giannis. I mean, you know, I, I don't even remember LeBron really torching us that much. Calm down. <laughs> calm down. Oh, calm. It's not like he's dropping 50 on us. He dropped a triple-double on Ben. Did he? Well, maybe. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't. All the, but it's like, I'm just trying to rally you up. That's all. That was my trolling. That's, that's fair. There you go. To be fair, well, they both dropped a triple-double in the game. You know who gets riled up is the Florida Marlins. Because apparently they went clubbing in Atlanta, and that's how they all got COVID. Yeah, oh, just for the food. They they probably met Lou Williams out there. That's it. Well, Magic. and now so now Derek Jeter's in full scam. Oh no, they got it going out for milk, not from being at the club. Dog. Milk. <laughs> okay. First of all, it's Derek Jeter, the biggest hound right, in right. sports history. This man has gotten more. Poon Tang, then we've forgotten about. Uh, we call it Poon, Pune, right, on this show? Pune, yes. Pune. 
Punai. <laughs> I mean that that man that man has been getting the he he gets the poon and then gives them an autograph basket. Who's had more pride in Portnoy? That was the part of the story I wanted to make sure you put out. Was that the next morning he was always gone, and what was waiting for the girl was a gift basket with an autographed baseball and some other items in it. Yeah, how clutch is that though, dude? I would hope my girlfriend would bring that shit back for me. I yeah, mean, I mean, like, like borderline prostitution, right? I wouldn't even be part of that. Dude, people got paid less than that to give Epstein a massage. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't get any autographs from Donald Trump out of the deal. Like, come on. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they, just got, they just got their name in a flight log. Hey, yeah. Jeez. But yeah, yeah. Derek Jeter is the one trying to, to snow us. I mean, that's like, you know, how much of our intelligence can you collectively insult at once? Well, he probably has to, right? Because at some point, like, can the Phillies, like, sue the Marlins for lost income because of that week off they had? Well, like, that brings up the other layer. And, you know, the Phillies, they got screwed. Yeah. They got screwed big time. And the, the, it's showing something right now is that MLB doesn't quite have this together. They haven't and figured I, it out at all. It's creating an uneven playing field. I mean, I watched the game last night, the first game back. And even, you know, being a week off is one thing because now you're behind everyone else and you got to play double headers to catch up. But coming back after that first game, they, you know, they weren't even allowed to really practice for half of that time off. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they bring in Jake Arietta and it basically came in saying, well, we're going to ease him in. This is like your number three starter and you only get five innings out of him and you go to the bullpen, which promptly blows up in your face. Yeah. And the, the, Joe Girardi is being forced to manage the situation that he was put in. Yeah. No, it's and, complete. It's complete bull. You know, that's why I'm saying, like, if I'm the Phillies, I'm looking at a lawsuit over this. Like, dude, like, we had less drama 100 years ago when they wore masks for Spanish flu. Yeah. You might not be wrong there. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, this is, I mean, Rob Manfred, the commissioner, man, this is his. Uh, well, this is his I, Waterloo. And I, I don't want to go down, like, we, we've done enough COVID on this podcast, right? But sure. I just want to point out that at least four Marlins players played with it. Yeah. For sure. So, like, you know, like, what's stopping more players from playing with it? Well, the, 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 the fact that it then spread to 16, and at that point it becomes a roulette wheel. Right, but like, so you know, are the Marlins? Jordan plays. Jordan plays with the flu. We consider him a fucking hero for it. Uh, yeah, but okay. Look, the, well, first of all, it was food poisoning. We 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 established that. A month we, and did and a half. Yeah. we did debunk that. Yeah, we also established everybody but him was doing cocaine. Come on. <laughs> but second thing, I mean, this also brings up other news. There's a pitcher now in the Red Sox who now has heart trouble after COVID, and is out for the season. I mean. This affects different people differently. When you spread it out to 16 players, now it becomes a potluck. You know, right. somebody... But the, the counterpoint to that, right, is are the, the Marlins the best position team now the rest of the season? Because they, it went through their clubhouse and they're all immune now. <sighs> it's, it's, it's weird that we have to even talk in that term. I, I'm, I'm the Marlins pulled the Clemson. But I'm also it's... saying that seriously. I mean... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a weird way to look at it. It's, I mean, I don't know if the whole team's immune, but to have at least half the team immune right now, yeah. If it's I the mean, right half, it could be beneficial. You know, uh, yeah. You know, like if if you're if you are the Sixers, right? We don't, so some players had it. We don't know who, but if you're yeah. the Sixers, um, sorry, my mother just came in here. Um, if you're, the, if you're the Sixers and you could like know, all right, Embiid and Simmons were the ones who got it in March, like then low key, we're like kind of that's like some insider information that's really advantageous down the road because you know they got like especially somebody like Embiid who gets everything, you know. Yeah, well, Embiid is, you know, that doesn't seem to matter because, you know, then he'll just be out of a game because he's tired. Yeah, he'll get a hangout soon. So. Yeah. I mean, you know, the fact that he's played two games out of the – I'm actually going, yeah, good sign. He's, you know, just, just kind of walking on – you know, looking at him like it could just go to hell in any minute because we've yeah, seen – he's wearing down the watch. <laughs> well, game three is coming up, and after all, it's uh, – but uh, yeah, I, I think we are in agreement that that the uh, MLB has screwed the pooch, and now NFL is watching, and the, their first games are a month away. Yeah, and Dude, I don't. I'm really curious to see if anything what football does. I I and you know the fact that they haven't really put out a plan right now, I'm a little concerned. That they haven't, like, established, look, we're going to a bubble, get ready. Right, and see, part of me feels like at this point they should be the most, they should have the most steadfast plan to go, because they've had X amount of time more so than the others. They've seen all this now. Right. They've seen results. Plus, you know, not for nothing, I think they have the most at stake money-wise. With the TV contracts, with the amount of money that's in that league, man, what Roger Goodell... Oh, he should know this by now. Yeah, I, I, and everyone keeps saying to me like the NFL has more has more contact. There's more risk, but is there really more contact in the NFL than like in hockey or basketball? Well, you got the linemen up at each other's faces, uh, breathing at the well, line, and and think about so if it really is a surface-borne disease or whatever the fuck they're talking about. Let's say somebody's got it and they got they snap the ball. Quarterback's got it on the ball. It throws the ball. I don't know. I'm just thinking, yeah, but is, you know. isn't that all the same concern in basketball? Yeah. Well, the concern yeah. is there in basketball is just why you have to isolate everybody going in. Yeah. If the if the disease doesn't exist in the bubble, then it can't thrive. But yeah. when you take everyone and put them out into the world, like the Florida Marlins did. And when you give these NFL players access to the rest of the world in some way, they bring it back. And right. then that's how you get the crowd. I mean, I think to some degree you have to just expect that, that Florida's going to do what Florida's going to do. It's, that's never going to change. Right. <laughs> I mean, well, that's, why, that's why Tom Brady and them already got it. So they're, they, they got it out of their system. That's why they went to Florida. They, that's yeah. why Shady's signing down there. He's looking for herd immunity. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I it's yeah I I am concerned that they haven't gotten it figured out by now because time's a wasting for them. Uh, listen, How do you uh, feel about that shady signing? By the way, did you guys want to see him retire in Eagle or what? I don't care. Yeah, I mean, he's a scumbag. <laughs> yeah, I'm over Shady, him yeah, totally. shady doesn't. In, it does, I mean, great player, but he doesn't like inspire loyalty from me. It's not like 
Brian Dawkins, and they're not even close to Brian Dawkins. But I very like, dude, agree. like Barwin did nothing in comparison to what McCoy did for us, and I would much rather them do that kind of honor for a guy like him or right. You know what I mean? Brandon, hey, Brandon Graham has generally been a disappointment, but as far as I'm concerned, that man's a god. Right. Yeah. Because I he's the one who strips sack the, the goat, and that's all that matters. I appreciate what Shady did on the field, and I, but I, I know what he did off the field. So. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like Michael Jordan. Off the field, off the court, they're just shitty human beings. Yeah. Talent-wise, absolutely one of the better running backs I think I've seen in the Eagles uniform. Yeah. But I'll say it, he's no Brian Westbrook. Well, I think we're going to have Deuce Staley as the fill-in head coach, too. Yeah. He signed uh, a jar of pickles with me before. Nice. And poor Doug. I got, I got Deuce's autograph post-Deuce one time. How's that? <laughs> like Solid. he's coming out from a Deuce and you said, hey, like Deuce. He, like Deuce had just Deuced. That's pretty sweet. It was actually at a signing, though. So, like, I guess he took a break mid-signing to to double deuce dropped a deuce yeah yeah and then he came on back yeah he took the browns to the super this was this was this was way pre-covid but i can confirm his hands were washed so i didn't mind thank you You, you, did you see him do this i mean how do do we confirm this there was a handshake involved and there was still like he still had like sink hands you know what i mean good it was it was it wasn't like, you know, he hadn't just shoot Either that, off now the see, I'm hoping it was sink hand and he hadn't pissed all over himself because I did shake, so. And you know, you know my story about uh, a player in the can. I've shared the picture. Mm-hmm. Reggie White, baby. I say the goat. That is the goat. That is. He saw, you know, got a picture of him going into the porta potty at a practice outside old JFK Stadium. I still don't know how you got that camera in the toilet. <laughs> what do they call that? Is there a name for those kind of cameras? What the GoPro? No, like spy cameras. There's like toilet cam. People are there's like people with fetishes for that stuff. I don't know. Well, okay, we're going down. We're going the wrong path now. This is a derailment <laughs> that I got. I got to get the train back on. The we're looking for now. listeners, but I don't know if we want those ones. <laughs> Hey Serbia, how you doing? Uh... <laughs> so hold on, can I give a? I want to give a quick, quick story. Just a yes, a, da- a dad moment from this week that I thought was pretty funny. Um, so so Jay has been playing softball. There's not a lot of girls in her league, so it's just practices. Um, and it's I think it's important to note, like Jay, just like where my other two, my two sons are very competitive and like they're out there to win. Like, G is truly just out there for the enjoyment of sport with her friends. Like, just she doesn't care if she strikes out, doesn't care if she drops the ball. She's just happy. Like, and this is not like a COVID thing. This is just always in her life. She just well, enjoys, first, you know. Yeah. And I blame that on parenting, Mike. You got to lock that down. Come on. Nah, dude, she's going to be successful in life on her brain, not on her. Yeah, athletic, that's cool. That's okay. Very cool. But so she, so the other night, I, I think Nicole took her to softball i think i took michael to to baseball i forget but for some reason i wasn't at her softball so when we get home she comes home all excited and she's like dad guess what position i played tonight and i was like what g and she goes i played catcher so you know what my next question was right 
I'll, I've heard this, but I'll let Pittman answer. <laughs> I said to her, yes. gee, how did you play catcher without a cup on? <laughs> <laughs> and she looks at me all confused, and she's like, do I need to wear one? <laughs> oh, my. That's funny. And this is how you confuse your children. Yeah. No, see, you're parenting it. You're, you're doing it right. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's her choice, right? I'm just making sure she understands if she makes that choice. There's hey, her body, equipment. her choice. Yeah, there's extra equipment needed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> man, oh, man. So is that the note that we end on? Because, you know, we had three pretty solid topics here, I got to say. We came in with less topics, but I think we had, like, longer conversations, man. Hopefully we didn't bore people. No. Yeah. More so than usual? I mean, yeah. Serbia's still here, and that's all that matters. Oh, wait, Pittman. That's what we didn't tell Pittman yet. Yeah, I was, I was kind of leading you there. We have a new, a new uh, state on a new country on the docket. Okay. Yeah. Give Ireland back to the Irish. Yes. Okay. All right. Kiss my Blarney stones. Here we go. <laughs> Ireland has joined the cause. Nice. Uh, love. I I absolutely love that country. Love it. We're, think we somebody just got country. like extra drunk and stumbled into this pod, or? Oh yeah, totally. Dominating the British Isles now. I love it. Absolutely. And they, 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 they're over there getting drunk and going, Let, let's try out a, a, something new. And they came to our pod. And we thank you. Do it again. You know? yeah. Have a Guinness on us. Maybe next Tire. week's pod, I'll drink a Guinness. Oh. Well, if you, have you ever drank one? Yeah, it tastes like motor oil. It's, no it's an acquired... It is an acquired taste, I think. I will say... Because I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be that guy again. I've been to Ireland. You know, I'll start dropping my privileged life. And uh, I have tasted the Guinness in Ireland. It definitely is better than the Guinness in the U.S. I'll just take because your it's, Just because it's a little fresher, you know. And this was another segment of Steve's Silver Spoons. Yes, it. Now I'll start talking about like, my many trips. Like Pittman and I can talk about our trips to Wildwood. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hey, look! Time we got salt water taffy. Yeah. Uh, I know. I I've had the argument of Max versus Sam's, and 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 you know I will fight that one to the death. Hoke, Sam's, bullshit. All right, well let's wrap it up, <laughs> boys. Thank you for your kind indulgence, uh, Mike. Hope you get power on. Uh, you know, at least uh, before you have to go to work. So you're, not shower, so you're not showering in the dark because, you know, you need to see where the undercarriage is and all that stuff. <laughs> all right, fellas. Did, did I just shock him into total silence? <laughs> no, I, I keep getting uh, distractions in the other room. Sorry. All right. All right Later, yeah. boys. Later. Hit it for the top, yeah, ASAP. Hit it for the top, that's Apex. Might pull up.
up on the spot, drop eight rack. Eight homies in the squad, that's eight racks. Ain't a homie in the squad that can't rap. Superhero stats, they gon' ask where your cake at. Shout out to Young Miles Morales, pressing the play on the mission. The movement is building up stylin'. I just check in with my stylus and write out my plans with the stylus. I'ma keep pushing for progress and I'ma keep pushing the process. I'ma keep pushing, I promise. My niece need a bed for her conscience. She need a mansion, a palace. I'm reaching for Wonderland status. Shame on they keeping it honest. I'ma just keep it real honest and keep it the beat. I'ma just keep it a hundred. I'ma just keep on just stunting. This me and the team. Say they keep keeping it bumping. Pen they say good in my stomach. I'm keeping it lean. Eating the beat cause they yummy. Top of the charts, yo, we hungry. We chasing the dream. Secrets. <laughs> That's a good one, mate. A lot of people won't tell tell you their uh, closed secrets because they might be still in the closet. <laughs> Anyhow, I hope you're having a bit of fun with that, mate. <laughs> 